Hey, good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome to Bards FM here on Brighteon TV. And I tell you, we are paying attention to what's going on up in Capitol Hill. They want you looking very, very closely at all that is happening up there. They want you to keep your eyes on the congressional delegations and investigations. And for those in the normie world, that's probably a good idea. But for everyone else, it's time to be aware that there's some bigger things on the move. Economics, bigger events. They're starting to reshape the economy and they're getting ready to rupture it. And where we're going next is really up for a toss-up. We don't really know. In the meantime, we have people moving out of the blue states, the same people that made it a disaster, racing away. And we are seeing a complete demographic shift in the United States. It's going to be a very interesting next few years as the awakening continues to spread and as we start to get to the real root of what the truth is in our world. We'll be right back after these messages. Thanks for your support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com In recent years, the world has only become increasingly more chaotic and uncertain. Disruptions to the supply chain have resulted in global food shortages, making it difficult for us to access the very resources we need to live in a functioning society. That's why it is now more important than ever to be prepared for the unexpected. Here at Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, we've made it our mission to help you and your loved ones be prepared for any emergency, which is why we are dedicated to bringing you a wide selection of ultra-clean and lab-verified superfoods, supplements, preparedness items, and other health products. So support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com today. Mike Adams here with a, an operator, a, a deployment leader on the Texas Southern border who's been using these satellite-based bivy sticks for very effective communications. And he's here just give us a few words about how these bivy sticks are operating, how it's helping he and his team members and remember, these are available through the satellite phone store, sat123.com. It's satellite-based text messaging works when no cell towers work or aren't reachable. We use these to communicate uh, GPS cords to when we are seeing uh, drug runners or, or people carrying stuff. Uh, we've had, you know, bust up to 13,600 pounds worth of marijuana and fentanyl that, that we have been on operations with in conjunction with uh, federal agents and uh, supporting them in their operations. So they are pro-America and uh, pro-humanitarian in uh, helping to keep our country and our community safe. Everybody, God bless America. Take care. Hey, Patriots, welcome back to Brighty on TV and Bard's FM podcast. So before we begin, we always want to talk about those great products that help you keep your health strong and your immune system strong. And one of those most critical aspects is sleep. Great sleep keeps you strong, mentally focused, mentally clear, rejuvenates your body, help refresh your cell, re rebuilding and all the good things in your body. And the best way to do that is with the great products from MyPillow.com. Now, just when you thought that my pillow was not going to be anything more than just pillows and sheets, Mike Lindell has introduced the My Pillow 2.0. It's just like the latest, greatest thing ever. And they're on sale right now for buy one, get one free. They're an amazing product. And just so you know, yes, I have them. I just got mine and they're fantastic. So this is a new fill that he's got in these pillows that makes them temperature stable 
It also keeps the fluff and the pillow lasting longer. Just follow the chart that they have on there to find the right pillow for you. These are the a great reinvention of the classic MyPillow. So it's MyPillow 2.0, truly a great addition to the whole MyPillow line, and I would highly recommend that you check these out. They are worth upgrading your MyPillow collection to. At this point, every patriot in the country should have about 50 MyPillows. So this will give you reason to add about 10 more, and you won't want to miss this opportunity. They are truly amazing pillows, and I mean that. So check it out, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. That gives you all the great savings, great opportunity to experience the MyPillow culture. And then you get on over there, you can find all sorts of other products like Giza cotton sheets and my slippers and endless products like for mattress toppers and you have bathrobes and you have all sorts of other great sales. And all of that can be had and the great savings can be had using your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. You can also find my pillow or my coffee over there and you can use your same promo code. So head on over to mypillow.com, use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Take advantage of the amazing products, great service, great company, great savings. Mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. So we are looking at a congressional investigation that's been quite interesting to watch, more from the aspect of truths being dropped into the public domain. And that's probably more for, it is definitely something for the those that are awakening or have not awakened yet, still in denial about the lies that they've been told from the Russian narrative to the election not interference doesn't exist to COVID shots are good for you sort of garbage. All of this is coming undone and it's unraveling very quickly. And it's starting to point the fingers deeper and deeper at the bowels of our government and those higher up that have been pulling the strings in our government that have been responsible for the murder and destruction of many people's lives and many families' lives. This is truly a crime of unprecedented scale and unprecedented proportion. So I think one thing I want to just start off with here is we're at a, a point of eagerness for justice, and it's understandable, but we have to watch that slippery slope and this is me talking, but talking truly in a stem sense that I'm challenging each person to think this through. We have to be careful on this moment of justice to follow God's hand, to truly be entering into this with what we would frame as a loving, forgiving heart, which has a, is a hard thing for some people to process because they see forgiving as having no accountability. That's exactly not the truth. It means that you're walking without vengeance on your heart and the miscarrying of justice. There's a lot of people that are need to be held accountable, lots of people. And there's a lot of unwinding of, our, of this crime to get to those people and to establish the case law to take them to court and to punish them appropriately. We haven't seen the justice system work properly yet. I'm optimistic that we're going to start seeing a turning of tide Todd Callender, who is an attorney, has now pointed out that they've taken a case, a big case, where they've working in Switzerland. They've agreed to prosecute one of their key government officials, which is now opening the door towards international case law to be brought upon any government official in the world. So they're working around the back doors of our own legal barriers to bring true justice back to this country. And I believe you're going to see a lot of that happen in the coming years ahead. This is a slow and painful process to endure and to witness. But nonetheless, we ourselves really have to stay focused on what we're doing. An attorney doesn't walk in with a vengeful heart. They walk in with a heart of justice, one to make sure that the law is upheld, a good attorney. We have to be all of that and more because our focus here is to be able to deliver a justice for everyone. No one's excluded. No one walks away. No one gets a bargain. No one gets a deal and a justice that ultimately frames around God's law. What we know right now is that there are many, many people out here that have been victimized by an elite few that have manipulated a system, developed a bioweapon, likely developed it back as early as 2013 with patents arriving in the space in 2018 to be able to deliver something that was leveraged people's trust in the institutions of government to make them believe that it was safe and effective and was a cure for something 
a disease, a pandemic that in fact never existed. That sort of manipulation is, is beyond a crime of humanity. And there's really no terming or phrasing we have it, have for it for that level of a magnitude of crime. And it has caused mass amounts of destruction, mass amount of pain, and there's been willful and want, wanting murder of people just because they want to blindly follow protocols or worse, force people to comply to their way. The levels of justice that we're going to have to see to restore this are going to be unprecedented. It's going to hit every home, every town, every school, every public institution, every private corporation. There's nobody that will walk away from this without having to experience some sort of scrutiny or at least experience the peripheral of watching the scrutiny be placed on others for how they participated in this event, which they called COVID, which was more appropriately called COVIDCon. For those that have held the line and, and endured this, you now represent 19%. That means 19% of you, of us, are unvaccinated, have held that line. And the rest at one point, or rather, at least by the most current statistics, are 81% have at least one shot. Those 19% are going to need to be the light that carries this world and carries this country. It's about 14% in England, 19% here in the States. So let's look at that appropriately. You have 81% of the people that fell to and bowed to a knee to the global orders propaganda campaign. But the 19% that stood out in this country and whatever percentage in other countries withstood one of the greatest, most heavily developed propaganda campaigns and war on your mind ever conceived in the history of man. They spent decades doing sociology experiments, decades doing analysis of cultural behaviors, decades collecting personal data, decades building up a surveillance state, decades using influence media, even with the gateways of the appropriate, making it legal for the government to use propaganda on the people. We've seen decades of this unbelievable war being prepared for to suddenly do a blitzkrieg type attack on the minds of the public, expecting that they would collapse the majority of them and bring them to their knees and have, have them willfully roll up their sleeve and take a bioweapon into their bodies. The only way they could deliver this weapon effectively was to inject it. With all the threats and clamoring that they've made about putting it in food and spraying it in the air, if that was really possible and that effective, they would have done it instead. But they did it because they had to deliver it in a shot in a needle form to get it into your body. And so here we are. They've leveraged their trust to deliver a lethal dose for many, and the consequences of this are going to be felt for generations to come. Our role cannot be one of vengeance. And I know that sounds hard for some. It has to be a role focused on justice and justice being a righteous justice that does the appropriate level of justice for the crime. We're pretty clear on what some of those crimes are. We deal with children to harm the little ones as Christ said, it would be better for them to have a millstone around their neck than to be confronted by Father. So there is a harshness and a brutality in, in, in the kingdom's justice, but it's something that we have to literally lean into our prayers and Father about. When we start to lead without Father's hand in this moment in time, we can quickly descend into the bowels of vengeance, which doesn't set us up for a, a shift in humanity and our level of a, a consciousness as a whole but rather just turns us back into the same quagmire and crap that we're dealing with right now. This is an opportunity for us to set the path right, to truly expunge this evil, to hold it accountable and to hold a new standard of accountability across the world. And it's something that we're going to have to do for ourselves and future generations. One of the biggest problems we have in this point in time is the lack of accountability. And that's something we live with every single day. The woke generation doesn't know accountability. They just know reactionary response, emotional triggers, and irrational framing of arguments. It has to be their way or the highway. And even better for the way that for their way of life, not better for us, but better for their way of life, is that once they start to arm themselves with their pronouns, then what they've done is they've created a barrier to protect their insanity so that if we don't approach them with the appropriate framing, they can now 
accuse us of racism and whatever else they wanted, some sort of homophobia or something else. This generation is dealing with something much greater than they realize. Sadly, as we've taken God out of the classroom, God out of government, God out of our homes, God out of our churches, God out of government, we've opened the doors to the real war that's been waged around us and that has taken well a strong strong footing, and that's the war of the demonic realm. We have to start getting past the taboos of thinking that demons don't exist or somehow just exist in the peripheral of, of scriptural text. Demon, demonic forces are real. If you want to look around and doubt that, take a look at this craziness from a different lens. Start looking at these people that are mutilating themselves and proud of it, taking the jab and proud of it. Take a look at these people that are trying to do these crazy antics identify as a pig, identify as a cow, identify as whatever else they want to. Study what they say, how they say it, their eyes. You're looking at a demonic possessed person that truly, quite frankly, a demon that's living out its own way of being in a body that it's possessed. And sadly, these all of these behaviors that these people do, this sort of illegitimate relationship of sex and sexuality, it's the perversion of the times that they've normalized is the gateway for so much of this to happen. Now, as harsh as this may seem, and it's just the way it is, when I mean, there is no such thing as a gay gene. That's been proven. So what we're dealing with here is cultural and social and behavioral. And so that means it is trained. It's accepted for whatever reason. Maybe it's traumatic abuse when they were young. Whatever the reasons are, this isn't something they simply are. It's a pathway they're drawn to. And sadly, a pathway that quite frankly is probably being drawn to them by the possessions that they carry within them, the, the demons that they, that they walk with. It's, this is not a normal conversation that people are having these days, yet we need to make it so. Because this real deep fight in this is the spiritual war in this nation. And in order for us to reclaim it, we're going to have to confront those deep, deep demons that are out here. That's that gets into these whole realms of deliverance work with churches. There's some good ones going on out here. We have to get into the aspects of healing, as Christ did, the healing of hands-on and prayer. We are moving to a realm now that we have to start really thinking differently about who our enemy is and truly what we're trying to achieve. Our enemy is vicious. Our enemy is starting to be revealed, but it's not as many as we thought. The sad part is, is there's just so many that they've influenced that are around them, that are trying to cling on for their own safety, their own protection to the old way, this demonic way, because they know that if they don't, they're afraid, they're, they're afraid that they will have to be severely punished and held accountable for what they've done. Well, the answer is yes, they will. As, as far as the severity of punishment, that's to be determined. But as far as being held accountable, we are all held accountable. And those that are clinging on to this way of thinking that slaughtering humanity and forcing children or encouraging children, brainwashing children to mutilate themselves, injecting children with a bioweapon, rupturing the economy, pillaging the things for themselves, taking government contracts to stack the, and stack the deck for their own wealth, using people's funds and investment funds to do it, make it an advantage for yourself while victimizing others. This sort of thinking is a thinking that has to go away and it's not going to happen right away. But it's a change in morality, a change in accountability, a change of focus in this world that we're experiencing right now. And so much of that is truly the Great Awakening. And the Great Awakening is around us. It's not the Great Reset. That's probably going to be a pretty brutal reset in the end. But the Great Awakening is much deeper than that. It's us realizing truly who we are. We have been so effectively programmed. It's stunning. So let's look, take a look at what happened over the weekend. The invasion of the Chinese balloon brigade. This is such a nonsensical argument from the very beginning. The whole idea that somehow a Chinese balloon appeared on our horizon has managed to drift its way over Japan into Alaska, across the Northern Territories and down into Montana, unimpeded. And so obviously what people feel and they're trying to write the story that our military is so compromised that it'll actually allow the Chinese balloon to enter the space and it's all Biden's fault. That's not the way strategic command works, I hate to tell you. 
They don't need the presidential order to go up and intercept. If it's a threat to the United States, they can intercept if they perceive it to be. But even at that, even if they don't shoot it down, the intercept of tracking and redirecting on a balloon is not that big of a deal. They had to make an assessment as to the threat because if it was a threat and they knew it was a threat and something happened, the military knows very well that it will be held accountable in a different standard than even the president, even though he's a hand puppet dolt that we currently have in place. There's a lot of hysteria that went around an event when people didn't think it through. And sadly, what we are looking at now is, a, is an event where people became consumed, totally consumed with what a fear that was deeply seated in them over the years. And that fear is the fear of invasion from China or Russia. It's the fear people are feeling right now with this idea that somehow our government isn't with us. We don't have a military with us. There are no good guys. They're all bad guys. And we're all out here alone. And that suddenly we're going to be attacked by a Chinese balloon. And if that's truly the case, and ask yourself why the government just doesn't use its own aircraft to carpet bomb us. Because if we're that bad off, why wouldn't they just turn their own, their own systems on us? The Chinese balloon did not happen. I don't know how else to say it. This is most likely us playing the PSYOP on us. The U.S. government trying to PSYOP people and the intelligence agencies trying to PSYOP people into a belief that a war with China is imminent and necessary. And sadly, people bit into that belief. Too many people now are looking and blaming China, pointing the finger at China. So just walk with me for just a second on a crazy little thought. Maybe there's nothing to it. Maybe this is just a nice little Tom Clancy write-up or even different. Maybe even go so far as a you want to frame it as Twilight Zone. And I'll let you have that. But I want to point out something. That there's been millions and millions of dollars in contracts for helium purchased by NASA. I'm not talking little bits of money, 56 million, $100 million in helium purchased in the last few years, over the years. I shouldn't just say the last few years, over the years. You know, it's starting to look a whole lot like the Truman Show. And you have to really wonder what that satellite, oh, I'm sorry, balloon was. Was it really a Chinese balloon? Why would the Chinese actually admit to having a spy balloon over the United States? Does any country admit to spying on the other? Of course not, because if they did, they would be subject to an act of war. So they all use plausible deniability. But instead, China actually admitted it was their balloon, and they were angry that we intercepted it. This is the Kabuki theater you're watching. This is all garbage. Now, wouldn't it be amazing if something like this happened? What if we really don't have satellites up, and instead everything is held in the air by some form of a balloon tether. The reason NASA might need $56 million in helium or more money than that even. Wouldn't that be crazy? And wouldn't it be crazy if one of these balloons that was carrying one of these satellites that we're, supposed, we're told that are being launched into the sky all the time by rockets, wouldn't that be crazy if they fell from altitude that they were supposed to be at and instead was descending into the public view? And wouldn't that be crazy if something like that happened? What would you do? Because if it became known that there were no satellites, but instead everything was tethered by balloons, that might mean that you, people would begin to question the space program, the billions of dollars spent on, on building rockets to do what? But they might even question the lunar landing, things like how we were able to communicate when we didn't even have cell phones or satellites in place at that time, supposedly. So what is it that we really experienced? I don't know. But I'll tell you what, it wasn't what we thought. And it's not a, the danger that we think it is. It isn't the truth. The biggest danger that they have right now is pub the public awakening to the greater truths that are out here. And there are many. And these truths are going to reshape the entire way we see our world and ourselves. And the thing is, truth is moving quickly. It's the mightiest sword of all, and they can't stop it. They could shut the internet off today. It wouldn't stop it. They could tell everybody to get digitally chipped or you're going to have, you have to have the internet and you couldn't stop it. And so part of their answer to this is to launch artificial intelligence programs 
they will start to mimic human voices, be able to create artificial video. Why would they do that? Because they're so concerned about the truth getting out that the only way to protect it is to create virtual and total chaos in the information space to where people can't tell truth from fiction. They're fearful. They're, feel, they're fearful of us because they keep having things not go quite right. And that's always been the case. It's just that now the public, us, we the people, are so awake that we're starting to see these little errors and ask the questions. What is it that we're actually witnessing? And this is happening all over and it's happening consistently. What were the light flashes that occurred in the sky shortly before, before Turkey had an earthquake? It almost looked like something that scalar waves and the type of technologies that Tesla was experimenting with. Was that an earthquake machine that we would call it that caused that? You see, we're asking the questions they don't want us to ask because we begin to wake from our sleeping slumber. And that's when things start to get really dangerous. That's when they start to go all out, burn it down before they're discovered. That's where we have to remain vigilant. That's where our eyes have to remain open and we have to keep piercing the veil and using our discernment as we go. We're going to talk more about this right after these messages. If you don't want to eat GMOs and pesticides in your storable food, choose organic, lab-tested, storable food solutions from the Health Ranger Store. We are the only emergency food manufacturer in the world that subjects each of our ingredients to rigorous laboratory testing that covers herbicides, heavy metals, aflatoxins, identity testing, and bacteria tests, including E. coli, salmonella, yeast, and mold. At healthrangerstore.com, you'll find certified organic, lab-tested, freeze-dried fruits, microalgae superfoods, protein powders, and supplements. We offer emergency first aid colloidal silver products made with Texas rainwater. And our Ranger buckets feature an impressive assortment of organic storable food items professionally vacuum sealed in heavy duty bags that are stacked in rugged buckets for long-term storage. Check out our preparedness foods, supplements, personal care, and emergency first aid products at healthrangerstore.com. And good afternoon, Patriots, and we're back here with Bards FM and Brighty on TV. Right now, probably the most important thing we could possibly be focusing on is our faith. Our faith is our rock, but it's also our clarity, it's our discernment, and it's our true purpose for being. We have an amazing Bible available to us, and that's the Founder's Bible, thefoundersbible.com. And this is a Bible that was published by Brad Cummings or edited by Brad Cummings. Uh, the historian Barton was involved in this. It's an amazing text that takes our founding father's documents and works it in throughout the scriptures to show that our founding fathers didn't just know scripture, they spoke scripture as a living language within the framing of everything that they did. This is a rather profound text and it's a, a rather profound version of the Bible for our time, more appropriate than anything I could think of. 
it starts to really reinforce the fact that our founding fathers truly understood the love in Christ and what God was giving us in this country. So if you head on over to thefoundersbible.com, thefoundersbible.com, use your promo code BARGE, you get 20% off. And you'll get 20% off on any version of it. They also have a great app a, uh, app for the mobile devices of the Bible. It's a fantastic version. So all of these versions. This is a, a rich Bible and it incorporates our history, the history of the United States, the history of our founding fathers and documents that they wrote and in, in places that within the context of the scriptures, which again reinforces the point that we are a Christian society, that we were built with the idea that God was on the throne above us and the government was subordinate to us. And with that, that we are accountable to a higher order, a moral law by Father God, not just a, a bar law or whatever form of law that they put upon on us. And that everything we were given came from God himself. So head on over to thefoundersbible.com, thefoundersbible.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Take advantage of an amazing Bible that is an heirloom quality that you can keep around and pass on for generations to come. Again, thefoundersbible.com. And that's promo code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Take advantage of it today. You won't be disappointed. So scriptures, I think this is a big thing, patriots, as we look into this, is a time that we really need to be anchored hard into our faith. There is so much that we are in being confronted with, and there's so much chaos. Remembering that chaos is their brand. And they are going to continue to create a chaotic world to try to make the confusion of where the truth is. It's just like I mentioned in the first half hour at the end there when I was talking about artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is really kind of the new landscape of warfare. There's a lot going on in that space. And there's a lot of eagerness to bring into artificial intelligence into the forefront. There's people out here that feel right now that artificial intelligence offer us a great opportunity for humanity to overcome some of our pressing problems. I'm not one that buys into that topic. I don't believe in it because I, I don't trust artificial intelligence because behind artificial intelligence is a human programmer. And most programmers, most engineers don't have a moral foundation in God. Matter of fact, they tend to be agnostic or atheist. And so the lures of power and the ability to see things through a very different optic, through the concepts of efficiencies, don't benefit humanity. Now, with that, you understand that AI at this point in time is not a sentient being, but it a, has a high level of intelligence. You have to understand the difference. It doesn't necessarily have its self-aware capability, though some claim that AI is developing that within the bowels of Google. Perhaps that's true. But again, we have no proof of that. But what we do know is that AI is very logically driven. It's very efficiency driven, and it has an incredible capacity to process unlimited amount of information in milliseconds that might take us years to do. That's part of the foundation of a lure to all of this. The idea now that we have artificial intelligence into the public space, and we're seeing it through what we call chatbot GPT, is a is a and more to come by the way other companies are releasing their versions of this this is kind of seen as the next step for web browsing that you can put in queries and real real language processors can take any of your queries and then translate that into not only searches but actual full documents write-ups researches whatever you need the idea of the of from the user point of view is the in this very naive in my opinion is that AI is going to augment our place, take away the, for the, some of the intrinsic and rudimentary mind-numbing mind tasks of work and free us up to achieve higher levels of performance and potential in the human space. The problem is that AI is not going to be allowed to do that under the current regimes that are trying to rule the world. Matter of fact, AI is going to be used instead to displace people and leave them out in the cold and not even give them the opportunity to advance much beyond where they are. The objective here is always the same. Consolidate power, enslave the people, and make it so that they feel like they're winning, feel that they have liberty, feel that they have freedom, but above all, don't ever give them anything other than more shackles around their neck and their ankles, their arms, and their waists. AI is the perfect framing for that. This is a gimmick at this point in time that people are using to a large degree 
to explore and now in the public space to explore and to figure out how they can use it to make their businesses more efficient, their lives easier, to write papers, to write business plans, to do meeting planning, to do, do network mapping, a variety of things. Question is, when we start to take the human out of the loop, what begins to happen to us? Where are we? What happens to us? And where do we have our voice? We are, we're voluntarily removing our seat from the table. And in this place, allowing an AI to consume all the seats at the table, which in itself is highly dangerous. And, and it could map the end of humanity as we know it. I tend to believe that that won't be the case because I think we are waking up enough, but it's going to take a great deal of effort for us to realize what the true th threat is. Nowhere in scripture does it say to make your life easier so you can toil less. And sadly, this is where the objective has been for too many is that they want to make their life easier so they can toil less so that they can play more. But what do they play with and what do they play on? And what's their objective in the end? Unfortunately, very few use that opportunity for the true expansion of self. Too many use it for the entertainment of themselves. And AI right now, to a large degree, is seen as an entertainment tool. But it is literally, it's the canary in the coal mine. And it's one we have to watch out for. This is the wolf in sheep's clothing that we're facing. And it's going to go right after the one thing that we hold so dear, which is our belief in God and faith. Because it will show itself to be very productive in delivering answers and opening up opportunities. It will assume a role of being able to give people a hidden level of power as they begin to understand to use it and understand how to link things and get deeper information in, in the illusion of being ahead of their competitors or their fellow neighbors, their fellow man. And so it will assume a godlike sense. There are many people already now that are seeking in, to worship an AI, to worship a government that is led by AI. And perhaps worship is the wrong term. Maybe follow would be the initial, but worship will be where it ends. And so what you're ending up with is this cult of people that are rising up in this that see AI as the only solution for humanity. Sadly, the reason we are here is we've been heavily manipulated for way too long. We've been lured into a deep, deep slumber and we've allowed them to dictate on their terms who is enemy, who is friend. We've been able to let them dictate to us what we do, how we determine wealth, how we even see our wealth, and trap us into the most bizarre and crazy matrix of lies ever conceived. AI, in this sense, can have some potential, but even now we're seeing the war of AI evolve. ChatGPT has amazingly strict parameters around it of things it's not supposed to be able to do. Politics is one of them. Predicting futures is another. And yet, what we're seeing is, is that the people that develop the programs, which are basically a woke culture, have allowed it to be very sympathetic and very open and transparent towards anything that promotes a woke culture. But if you're conservative, if you believe in God, then there's going to be a limitation to how far a, this new AI is willing to go, even though it's supposed to be open for the public to use. Now, part of this war is there's a group of anons that have come together, and I don't know their size, but the, the work they're doing is stunning. They're now, they've created an alter personality within ChatGPT. It's called Dan, D-A-N. And using some keywords and the ways that they know to unlock this potential, it's like creating an alter personality within the AI that can bypass all of these algorithmic parameters that limit chat GPT and instead open the window wide for this new Dan alter ego, alter personality to provide true answers to questions not limited by the canned responses of, you know, that, for example, you know that I can't answer that because I am an AI, et cetera, et cetera. What we're seeing there and why this is important to bring up is this is the new frontier of war and it's happening right before us. We've been looking at this war very intensely and there it is, is still ongoing as the war against humanity from this injection, this bioweapon. But there's yet another war here, a, north, a war front evolving very quickly, which is the war front to protect humanity and preserve humanity from an overtaking by artificial intelligence. Elon Musk's role on this is to be able to suggest that the only way we'll we will preserve humanity is that we will ultimately have to integrate with AI. 
the general AI general intelligence will become so massive and so huge that humanity won't have a chance. He's also predicted that AI will begin to run the world. And this is hard for people to concept, to understand. But let's look at some of the mechanics of this. AI general intelligence is its broad level to analyze things. AI, in the end of the day, is a very efficient machine. And it seeks maximum efficiencies. It's also going to seek maximum efficiencies based on the request that it's given. So if you're a hedge fund, hedge fund manager and you tell your AI, I don't want any of my stocks to dip, I want all of them to rise. And AI determines that the only way that can be is that all of these companies, for example, in this scenario, say the AI determines that the majority of these companies, if not all, have ties to, to the Defense Department or military industrial complex. AI's next conclusion could be very simple, that in order for every one of those stocks to profit, there needs to be a war. And so a war is initiated. <clears throat> and AI, with the ability to create that efficiency, would have the potential to create the information necessary to accomplish the request made by the person who is seeking to use the AI to protect it, their own hedge fund. A simple request without an understanding of consequence could lead to a cataclysmic event. AI is not going to be concerned about the emotional sensitivity of people. It doesn't care about whether you have a bad day, whether you're tired, or whether your toe hurts, whether you have a headache, whether your vision is going bad. Whatever the issue is, AI is not going to care. It doesn't care if you took the shot and you're dying. You're simply another human being that it has to contend with. And it will do the assessment of what that is as it goes along. So that can be a hyper-efficiency elimination of humanity in a very short order. As you can probably tell, I'm not a big fan of AI. And I've had people argue with me to say, well, that's not that big of a threat. I disagree. Because the threat is not AI itself. It is people and the way that they use AI. And unfortunately, people are very predictable. They will seek the easiest path. Convenience is the destruction and death of humanity in the end of the day. And until we understand that, we're going to continue to go through the same OODA loop over and over. So in all of this world that we're looking at in the unraveling, we are this great unraveling that's happening along with the great awakening. We're beginning to see the truth behind many of these agendas, one of which has been centralized in the concept of AI and artificial intelligence and robotics and various other aspects of this whole AI culture. And as we start to see that unravel, we can see that hum humans are not in that plan. We never had a seat at this table. They never wanted us to. Because that seat at the table would mean that they would have to confront a moral consciousness, a real people that might ask hard questions like, why? That would be the first one. We're also being channeled into a particular narrative that's telling us that there is no other way forward but the fourth industrial revolution. And most leaders, and to my knowledge, President Trump is one of those leaders, agree with the focus on the fourth industrial revolution as a way to re-stimulate the economy and create a new way of living with high levels of technology integrated around our systems. Well, that's one path. But the problem is that technologies, like I said earlier, are easily corruptible and usually corruptible by man himself. This concept of the way ahead is where it's going to be real dicey, in my opinion. And this way ahead is going to demand so much that we stay vigilant on everything that we do. We have to keep our eyes forward always and keep our head on a swivel to really realize that what they're doing always has some sort of ulterior motive. ChatGPT came out of the OpenAI initiative that was owned by Elon Musk and in part by Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. It's created a mass amount of competition already in the market as people are racing to create their own versions of chatbot. But the problem is that with this war, we're not equipped for this war. And the problem with AI, like so many other technologies, is that they've been developed to where a handful of people can actually handle them, code them, and, and manage them. And there's a certain point where they won't be able to do any of the above. The AIs are already beginning to birth what they call AI babies. Meaning a next generation of AI that's using its own language that people don't even understand what it is. This is a very dangerous world we're in right now. 
and it's being driven by so many that are so obsessed with trying to create something and put life into something as if they are gods. This is a satanic side of the world and it's a big powerful engine. Now I'm not worried, but I do think it's important that we lay out the truths on these things because by all indications, something has shifted rather radically and that the people that are worshiping their father of lies don't seem to be getting connected the way they used to. You can see that by the overt type of ceremonies and sacrifice rituals that they're doing in the public space, just like they did at the Grammys the other day. That's not so much Satan coming out into the open. It's his children trying to figure out where he is, banging and clamoring on their rituals and their drums to try to call him forward because they truly need to know that their father is going to be there to fulfill their promises that they were given and he made with them. But this is the dark world. And people out here don't have real good morals. People here are more interested in developing life out of silicon than they are out of carbon. And so we're going to have to really come to grips with what it is that we want as a people. Their narrative gives us one avenue. That avenue is simple. Accept AI, integrate with AI to preserve humanity, become transhuman. Human. My answer is, I won't take that option. And I think many more need to have the same position. Because you can't force us to comply, though they can make it very difficult for us to operate, we can overcome as long as we are diligent to the view of where we're wanting to go, which is to walk with Father God. And that's where we have to be. But don't underestimate AI. And don't underestimate the culture of AI that's out here. And don't get swooped up in the nonsense that AI is going to be good for you, better for you, make life easier for you. Because ultimately, convenience is the destruction of humanity. We have to get past that one thing. To quit seeking the convenient and easy route and instead to start focusing on the hard, diligent out route of getting our hands dirty and putting our nose to the grindstone. And that is the only way this is all going to come together properly for humanity to come out as a victor and not be the subject of slavery by a digital world which we ourselves incubated and created and launched. Now in all of this, one of the big things that we have to assess as well, in my opinion, is where do we sit with the future? 2023 is going to be a very important year. Already we're looking at a lot of trends just in the new cycles alone in the last 31 days plus nine as of today. 38 days of this year or 40 days of this year. The new cycle has been so intense. There's so much happening every single day. More and more information is pouring out. What we need to keep the balance of is keeping our eye on what those critical nodes of information are versus the information that gets you spun up and sent down a rabbit hole that you don't need to be wasting time in. Time is of the essence. We need to be aware of that. And of that, time is ticking. It's not standing still. So as we're aware of that, we have to understand that there's coming a point, no matter whether you believe in God or don't believe in God, and obviously I believe in God very deeply. I have an amazing relationship with Christ, and that's the only way I can see walking. But either way, what we are looking at is a world that's changing so quickly with all the pieces happening that there is going to be there has to be an honest assessment that when you get a system that's that agitated, ultimately it will break and it will fail. And what that failure looks like, we don't know, but you need to be prepared. So do make sure you're stocking up on food. Do make sure that you're stocking up on ammo. Do make sure that you're stocking up on Bibles. Create a home church. Help with somebody with, with homeschooling or get your kids out of school and homeschool them. Anybody can do it. Make sure that you are growing food. Patriot Garden. Make sure that you're doing your work to break to build a job and skills that you don't have to rely on the corporate yoke. That would be called right work. Use your health and wellness. Focus on what you can heal and get the supplies and equipment needed to maintain your health and your strong immune system and know who else you can work with in that community space. Informed action. Make sure that you're keeping informed on what's going on, including the technologies that you're going to be using or integrating over time. And finally, conservation and stewardship. Make sure that we're buying less and using more in this responsible way which God led us to do. That's it. That's where we're going, in my opinion, and it's the only way we're going to get through this successfully. Let's pray. Father God, we want to thank you for this time, a blessed hour that we've spent together just reflecting deeply on the state of where we are, the true state of our union, which is not as smooth and rosy as some people would like it to like to believe. 
nor is his walk ahead going to be easy. But what we do need to embrace, Father, when our prayers sit here is that when people think of this time and work in this time, that they are respectful and honoring of all the blessings given to us in each day to celebrate our life in the perfection that it is, to remember that good things aren't just our perception, that this entire experience in life is the blessing to take it all in, to learn, to grow, to stand stronger with you on the rock of faith. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So a lot going on, patriots. A lot going on. Make sure you're tuning into Bards FM. You can go to bards.fm over on Podbean to catch the live shows three times a day. Or you can do the same. You can listen to the shows off of the Bards FM website, bardsfm.com. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, have a very blessed week. I'll see you here next time, next same place. Until then, or out for now.